Good morning. It's 9.30 on Tuesday, the 5th of May, 2020. Welcome to radioblogging.net. This is our 30th radio show, and this is a fabulous Starry Tuesday show. Yo, yo, what up? This is Lunch Money Lewis. Hey, I'm John Newman. Hey, what's up? This is Fergie Ferg. Woo! Keep this frequency clear. A children's radio blogging show broadcast into homes and schools across the world. Join Pi Corbett, Russell Prue, Ian Rocky, and David Mitchell live each weekday at 9:30 a.m. Online radio live blogging. This is radioblogging.net. And a very good warming warning morning to you, a warm morning to you all, you fabulous bloggers out there. And thank you so much indeed to all the educators who got in contact yesterday and said they'd very much be interested in a bespoke radio blogging experience just for their school. So thank you so much indeed. Uh, I think we've got back to all of you. If you've not had an email or a direct message back from us or one of us, please let me know today. And um, apologies, we've missed you. Had so many yesterday, and thank you so much indeed. We're just putting that package together and we're very excited but this week on thursday at six o'clock british summertime we are broadcasting live with a very special american focused show uh, we'll be choosing some poets and some artists and beaming it directly in there but you are very welcome to join us we're of course on air at 9 30 in the morning on the thursday as usual but at six o'clock we're doing an extra show and it'll be really nice if you could be with us to greet our American listeners. Just coming to the main site, nothing special there, and just go through the activities. Very, very exciting for us as well. Uh, time to say good morning to the gang now, Mr. Rocky, or Professor Rocky, as he's now <laughs> been named, really. How are, How is the good professor this morning? I'm very well, Russell. Very well, indeed. I can't believe 30 shows. It's quite incredible, really. Third, over 30 hours. That would be nearly 45 hours almost of live education radio. That's really quite stunning, isn't it? We must be up for a BAFTA anytime soon now. Please, <laughs> applications are available. <laughs> <laughs> other other award shows are available. We'd really like a BAFTA as well. Deputy Mitchell, how's it going with you, sir? Oh, good morning, everybody. Um, I'm great. Thank you very much. I'm just thinking whether we're, we could be up for a Mousy Award. What about that? <laughs> <laughs> a mouse a gerald no a gerald award a special gerald a, a badge or something is really good and of course the man who's leading the learning today is the fabulous pie corbett time to say hello to him start the day with a slice of pie this is radioblogging.net and i'm wondering whether the americans are going to get that a slice of pie will they get that i don't know i, I have no clue i did no, I don't know. Um, I'll have to check that on Google. I mean, years ago, I did ride across, um, not ride, I drove across America uh, down Route 66 in a huge yellow Mustang, um, sort of custard yellow. And um, it was a great adventure, really. The, um, there were lots of little outback places where we'd pull up. And I can remember ha literally halfway across as a big marker and it tells you you're halfway across um and this cafe we pulled up in this cafe sort of diner was closed and a, a lady came running out and saying hey you guys you guys are, are you are you hungry and uh, i said yes <laughs> and she said come on in i got a slice of pie for you there we are and we're done we're done we are. we're okay yeah, um, a, a slice of lemon pie i've never forgotten that it was so kind to yeah. see us arrive, yeah. 
car park empty, everything had closed, end of the day sort of scenario. And we were stretching our legs thinking, what are we going to do? And then out she came and offered us a slice of pie. And that actually is typical of, of the kindness that we were greeted with when we crossed America. So I'm looking forward to uh, that show uh, on Thursday, uh, Russell. That's going to be great fun. We have had excitement this morning, folks. And um, because I have my phone right by me while we're doing our radio blogging work, just in case one of you need to contact me, I had it right by me. And then I heard screeches and squeals beyond belief the mouse gerald has been sighted this morning i picked it up and i had the um the foresight to click on voice menus memos and i have captured sadly i didn't get the screams but i got the bit just afterwards where my wife is was you know absent mel was terrified of the mouse and we, we were sort of trying to catch it Indeed. First the refresh button, and now the memo record. What is next? We did. He's oh, filming. it was so scary. Don't film us. You can look there. You can look with the torch. Where? I don't know. Where did gone... it go? Well, it's gone down one of these bits. It's, there. it's either there, it's living in there. Yes, or that. By the fruit, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting there. There's a cat. What was it doing? What was it doing? And there you have it. <laughs> I like you could just hear hear my son who's on his day off today uh, saying we need a cat. <laughs> I'm going to get photos of, of cats and put them all around the place to scare him off. So he's back. The little cheese thief has returned and he's uh yeah, he's wanted by the feds, the FBI are on the trail of the, of the rodent fugitive. He's back, the little bounder. So that's the news from House this morning. And I, I think having gone through all of that excitement, we really need to kick the day off with a couple of games. Creative games. Play and try with Ian and Pie. Now. Anyone who's not joined us before, if you look at the top of the page and you need to click on the on the uh, menu there where it says today's show. OK, you're in the right place. And what we always do is we start off with two or three games uh, played with the professor and my good self. Uh, get your pencils and notebooks ready because we'll play the games. You jot down uh, any thoughts or ideas or little reminders. And then we'll have um, uh, uh, some sort of uh, break, I suppose, so that you can crack on and play the games at home. So I've got two games for us this morning, uh, uh, Professor Ian. And okay. um, how, how are you? Fine? Very well. Very well. Always excited to play some games. Probably really, really looking forward to it. Yeah, ready, ready, ready for it. OK, so this came actually originally from a, a, a poet who's um, sadly passed away uh, a while back called Edwin Morgan, who was a Scottish writer. And he did a long list um, of uh, a long poem list, what I like about what I hate about. And I thought we could bounce that backwards and forwards. Do you want to do the likes or the dislikes, Ian? I will do the likes, if that's OK. OK, so all we need, um, all you've got to think about is, is subjects. OK. And we'll, we'll bounce. You do a like, I do a hate, and then we can change subjects. You do a like, I do a hate. So um, off, you've, off you go. OK, I'm going to start with hamsters. Um, okay. What I like about hamsters is that they are small and cuddly. 
Okay, what I hate about hamsters is that they have yellow, bitey teeth. Okay, um, I'm going to go for buses now. And what I like about buses is that you don't have to drive and you can enjoy the view. What I hate about buses is that the seats have been sat on many, many times and smell somewhat suspicious. (laughs) (laughs) Trees, I'll go for next. Uh, What I like about trees is their silhouette reminds me of my rural home. Okay, what I hate about trees is that when you are alone in the forest, they make tiny creaking sounds, which are a little bit scary. Okay, I'm going for fish next. Uh, So what I like about fish is that they glisten in the sunlight when they are wet. What I hate about fish is that when you touch them, they're all slippery. Yeah, they are. Uh, And finally, I'm going to go for snow. Uh, What I like about snow is that it falls silently and it is fun to play in. What I hate about snow is that some people um, roll it up into a ball and throw it at you and it's hard as a cricket ball. And it's very cold. Right. That's (laughs) that's all I like about hate about game. And you could keep going forever. You've just got to think of things that you want to, uh, you know, your subjects. We could have gone on with hamsters for quite a long time. Um, but uh, so you could do that, uh, play it that way, where you take one subject and say a lot about about it. OK, now, Sue Hardy Dawson is with us this morning. and One of her poems is called Book Thief. And it's about getting ideas from books or things that you have inside of you that have come from books and if you think about it when when you read a book you you make your mind a slightly larger place i always think the brain is a bit like the tardis and uh, as soon as you read a story you've got another room in there i've got a room that's got flat stanley in it i've got another room that's got i don't know peter rabbit in it i've got another room that's got Letters from a Lighthouse by e. Emma Carroll. I've got that inside there. In fact, I've got thousands and thousands of rooms uh, which have all been put there through stories. So we're going to be book thieves and we're going to steal images or ideas or events or characters and see how long we can keep going. So you're allowed to, to nick something from a book, to magpie it. Okay, do you want to start? I will start with a beanstalk okay i am going to go for a ring but if you slip it on it makes you invisible i am going to go for someone trapped in a tall tower Mm. i'm going for (laughs) somebody who's trapped in a tall tower and has enormously long hair very good i'm going to go for a mechanical fox I'm going to go for you've been reading Cockart, haven't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go for um a boy who flew too close to the sun and his wha- his wings melted. Mm. I'm going to go for a chocolate factory. I'm gonna go for um a one eyed giant uh inside a cave. I'm going to go for a looking glass. I'm going to go for a mermaid lounging at the edge of the sea. I'm going to go for two cobbler elves. I'm going to go for a house made of straw. Mm. I am going to go for somebody who has awoken with a kiss. 
<laughs> I'm going to go for a magical wardrobe. I'm going to go for a magic porridge pot. <laughs> with, a mouse, with a mouse floating <laughs> in it. <laughs> its little tail twiddling around. <laughs> you know that magical wardrobe thing, um, mm. Ian? The, yeah. uh, the um, what's it called? The Narnia thing. Yeah. It is true. This is quite true. Whenever I go to a, a hotel, um, I always open the cupboard door. And then I stick my foot in just to push the back of the cupboard, just in case um, I'm, in, I'm about to be taken into Narnia because I wouldn't want to miss the chance. It would be really annoying, wouldn't it? If you went somewhere, there'd been a magical wardrobe and you hadn't bothered to double check. Mm. So uh, I still double check. I started that as a child, but I still double check. And the other thing I always do, I don't know if you do this. I also always look under the bed just in case there's just something horrible. Case. Always. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So those are the games, folks. And uh, and Russell, I, I feel we need some sort of little interlude, don't we? We have. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so have after the hoteliers have got in contact with us, to say <laughs> they, they've had a guest called Corbett and the bottom of the wardrobe has dropped out. Does anyone know anything about that? Yeah, it's it, a wise it, it, move. It, it, <laughs> Welcome to Radio Blogging, folks. This is what we get up to. This is literacy and creative writing at its very best. It's 17 minutes to 10, and this is a favourite of ours. It's Joe 90. Woohoo! Hi, I'm Sue Hardy Dawson. I'm a children's poet, and you're listening to radioblogging.net. Fantastic. Look, that fantastic stuff. That really had my foot ta tapping away. You know I like foot tapping music, Russell. I really enjoyed that. Now, at the end of every show, we get some recordings done. Um, some of the children really sharpen up and practice their work and then get a recording done. Did we get any recordings uh, from yesterday's show, Russell? Yes, we did. And, and the sound engineer on the radio station thanks you enormously for introducing the loud clapping sound <laughs> to, to our listeners. That provided and proved quite difficult i have to say so uh these have been uh it, it's a tricky business listeners and we're kind of joking here it's a great rhythmic thing you've done we've got a great one with uh sachi and her brother on drums you can imagine where that went the trick is getting the right balance between the noises so uh, both of these required uh, a lot of work but that's 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 my uh trouble not yours and i don't mind and it was a real pleasure to do it but it is tricky just give me some warning when you're going to ask for that again this is sachi with the brother on drums i absolutely love this one poetry is the difference between love and hate Poetry is an emphasis in a descriptive sentence. Poetry is the pop of bubblegum in your mouth. Poetry is the sizzle of sausages in a pan. Poetry is the fizz of a new coke. Poetry is tiny drops of rain as they fall into the ground. Poetry is dreams. Poetry is nightmares. Poetry is the start of a new sentence. Poetry is the middle of a sentence. Poetry is the end of a sentence. This is radioblogging.net, broadcasting live across the planet.
I love that. That was really fantastic. I really, really liked that. I, I did like the rhythm and the beat. I hope Brian was listening to that. I expect he probably is. Um, I thought that was fantastic. She read it really well, too. She was in time, yeah. got the rhythm and the beat. And there's some lovely ideas in there. Poetry is the distance between love and hate. Um, yeah, I'm going to listen to that one because we can listen to everything afterwards. And all the shows are archived. So I'm definitely going to listen to that again. I thought that was a cracker. That was Sachi and her brother on drums. Yeah. And I can see I can see what the problem is because you've got different sound levels, presumably. Oh, like you can't believe. <laughs> <laughs> However, <laughs> those things can be sorted given enough time. Yeah. here's kitty she's back and this is oh, superb God. this is just superb poetry is the arms in a jacket poetry is the trees on earth poetry is the hope in life poetry is the green on the grass the gold in the sun the color on earth poetry 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 is the fun in every task. Poetry is the expression on a face. Poetry is the thing that makes me, me. Poetry is the smell in the flowers. The animals on earth, the meaning of life. Poetry, poetry, poetry. This is radioblogging.net. Oh, I love that. It was so beautifully read, wasn't it? Crystal clear, Kitty. I could hear every single word and you got the rhythm absolutely spot on. Um, I thought that was fantastic. I'm definitely going to listen to that again. Was it Poetry's the Arms on a Jacket? Poetry is the fun in every task. Poetry is the expression on a face. Lots of lovely ideas there. Lots of quirky, unusual, playful little ideas. And one of the things poetry can do is capture our experience and write about things that have happened to us or things that we're noticing. But of course, the other thing, as we've learned over the weeks that we've been working together, is poetry can be fun. It can be really playful. It can be clever. It can be very witty. And very much this is what Sue Hardy Dawson does, of course, um, with her writing. So we've had two, Russell. I think we probably should be moving towards Sue. Is that right? Yes, I can do that if you want. Do you want to introduce her? Well, yes. I better, those of you who've not been on before, uh, on the um, on the page, you need to be on today's show. That's in the menu at the very top. So make sure you're on today's show. And if you go down a little bit, um, uh, just above where it says activity one, there's an orange box that says Sue Hardy Dawson response. Click on there and up comes a, um, uh, a big um, blue um, diagrammy thing. And what we're going to do is we're going to listen to Sue. She's going to read us three poems. The first two are from her wonderful book, If I Were Other Than Myself. The first one is called The Book Thief, which is basically um, the where I got the idea for the game with um, that we played with Ian. And then the second one is called Found Poem. And we're going to have a go at the second one and create some lines for that uh, later on on the on another Padlet. And the third one is the most common question that authors and poets get asked, um, which is to do where do you get ideas from? So what we're going to do is we're going to listen to Sue's poems. And as we go along, you can put in a response. And to do that, 
just look in the bottom right hand corner you'll see a pink blob there with a plus mark on it click on that up comes a little box it says title type in your name there we need to know who you are drop the cursor down to where it says write something and be ready to write a response and it's very much an open field how you respond you could add in extra ideas to um uh, to the melting pot you can talk about things that you liked and you enjoyed you can ask questions uh, make statements about how it made you feel maybe choose out a line that was very very memorable i often do that as you know when i'm responding to your work i often uh, alight upon a phrase or a well-chosen word oh i really enjoyed that i can't always explain why but um, i think that's a good bit of feedback for the author so i think we're ready now to respond we're ready to listen to sue hardy dawson reading from if i were other than myself hi i'm sue hardy dawson i'm a children's poet okay well we'll start um with the book thief um which is from if i were other than myself i've stolen stories from a wishing well taken tales from a lion that could speak i've hitched with a witch used straw to stitch seen a mountain's flare and a dragon's teeth. I've kept a kiss from a sleeping princess, made off with a crown from a unicorn. I've travelled the waves on a mermaid's tail, felt the earth shake beneath a dinosaur. I've opened doors into magic trees, picked the lock on a giant's oak chest. I've trespassed on roads made of fine fairy gold, stowed away in a green ogre's nest. I've taken a thorn from a tiger's toe, swiped a rare pirate's map for a dare. I've had sandwiches too with a bear from Peru, yet they swear I've stayed in this chair. Hi, I'm Sue Hardy Dawson. I'm a children's poet and you're listening to radioblogging.net. Oh, Sue's absolutely brilliant, isn't she, Pine? Absolutely brilliant. Mm. Mm. I love that. It was beautifully written, beautifully read. And the idea is it made me smile when we had the line about the uh, sandwich, because I, I thought, well, well, what's coming there? I've had sandwiches, too, with a bear from Peru. And I, I instantly thought of Paddington. Um, of course, that's what she's thinking of. Yes, that's a really lovely poem. And I like the way that she rounds it off. And it is true. You can travel around the world without moving from your seat, just courtesy of. Um, reading. You can do all sorts of extraordinary things. You can climb to the top of Mount Kilimanjaro. You can ride on the back of a dolphin. You can find, um, you can you can go underground and face the Minotaur. All sorts of experiences without leaving your bedroom, really. I, I love that poem. And that would be a nice one, I think, um, to comment on. So I've written in my little Padlety thing, um, I've checked for a magical wardrobe across the country. So that's my first response. But we've now got the found poem coming up. Um, and again, I'm going to respond to this one by doing a, a, a possibly, I think I might choose out my favourite line from hers with this one. This is the found poem. And the next one is found poem. Um, found poems traditionally are poems that you find in text that you find elsewhere, but I thought I'd do a different take on it. So this is found poem. I found this poem at the edge of dusk, where a jewelled beetle kissed green buds. Words in the wind from the spring songs of bird, in a cat's yellow stare. 
I found this poem. I found this poem beneath wall and street lamp, along the long shadows of river bank. Words tumbling out from rhythms of dark, in an otter's mud lair, I found this poem. I found this poem in a fragment of shell, on a footprint of silver left by a snail. Words written by moth whilst under moon's spell, in a fallen tree's prayer, I found this poem. I found this poem at the edge of dawn, where light took a brush to the grey lawn. Words yet unspoken awaiting their turn, in a silence I hear, I found this poem. Just a great, just a lovely, gr- gentle poem as well. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, yes, I did. Um, the, the line that caught me, there are two lines that caught me. One was uh, the idea of in a fallen tree, tree's prayer, um, because that sort of brings the tree alive. Hmm. Uh, it's as if the tree is praying not to be cut down. I also like the cleverness of a footprint of silver left by a snail. I thought that was really a, an evocative line. Hmm. Um, marvellous stuff. And now we've got the third one, uh, which we are going to have a go at right at the end of the day. So concentrate, everybody, on this one. Listen to the rhythm and the pattern, and we'll come back to it at the end of the day as a task. And this is the last one, um, and it's the question I get asked most. Where do you get your ideas? Fish for them in dark pools. Search a dark tree's moon. Fallen stars, rabbit holes. Backs of cars, bells toll, windows ledge, river tunes, spider webs, lost runes, monster lairs, under beds, creaking stairs, inside my head. Hi, I'm Sue Hardy Dawson, I'm a children's poet, and you're listening to radioblogging.net. Okay, well. I, I, one thing I love, Russell, is the way that Sue manages to make everything sound special and magical, doesn't she? As if the world is a magical, wonderful place. And she uses language that brings everything alive in that very special, uh, that very unique way that she has. So on my Padlet thing, I've got I've checked for a magical wardrobe across the country in found poem. I love the lines in a fallen tree's prayer and a footprint of silver left by a snail i'm checking the spelling and everything folks i love the way you make everything around magical sound magical so before you post it make sure that you've re-read it uh, double check everything capital letters full stops don't miss any words out make sure it says exactly what you wanted it to say and then click somewhere else and it says awaiting approval and by now Uh, Deputy Mitchell, you can see everything, of course, that's happening. So by now, there'll be a lot going on, I guess. That's right. Yes, it's a a really busy Padlet this morning. I can see, just for um, the listeners, what I can see is I can see every single word that has been written simultaneously all at the same time. So um, I go through and check everything. So for the teachers and adults, uh, every single thing on the site is checked before being approved and made public. So that's why I keep very quiet during this hour, because I'm busy in a dark room sorting this out. Uh, but it's great. I love doing that. I love seeing these come through. And uh, listeners can also like each other's post-its. There's a little love heart at the bottom of each post-it. If you like what you read, you can like that. And you can also, if you spot a mistake, you can hover over the Padlet, the post-it you've written, and you look for the little pencil, and you can go and edit your own. 
Um, so if you do spot something, just go back and have a little uh, edit and uh, everyone else will be able to see those edits you've made. It's a great little resource, Pi, isn't it? I love it uh, because it's instant. And, uh, you know, if you were a teacher, this is something you could um, use very nicely in the classroom. And, it, of course, it's great for communicating with children who at the moment uh, are at home. And we can see all sorts of responses. Miss Mallon and Joe, we like the bear from Peru, and it made us do some research as to where Peru was. Charlie, I love the rhymes and rhythm. What was the hardest part to read? Um, so we like asking our authors questions. Ava, I love this. It's like a genie coming out of a genie bottle, like a jay in the sky, like a shell in the sea. Uh, Honora, I like the bit about the edge of dawn. Yes, I noticed that as well. Rayan, I like how you made unreal things sound real. Shrisha, why have you put the title of this poem as Thief? Mm, have a think about that, Shrisha. Hadley, words tumbling out from ribbons of dark. Makes me think of dancing on the banks of the Seine River. A lovely response there, Hadley. I really, really appreciate that. Ella, age date. I really love that every line she said, I could picture what she was saying. Yes, she's very, very visual in her writing. Noah, lovely vocabulary phrases and rhyming. Um, do another one, Noah. Add another one in and pick one of your favorite bits out. Russell, um, where are we now? Are, are we up to music uh, at all? We're always up to music. There is always an interview. <laughs> you don't need to ask them. I know what you're like, and I'm ready for you <laughs> any time any time of the day. Uh, listeners, it's uh, one minute past ten. You're listening to radioblogging.net. Keep those messages coming. Ian and I do some shout-outs after our next music track on email. It's really simple. We are simply radioblogging at gmail.com. That's radioblogging at gmail.com. On Twitter, we're at radio blogging can you see there's a theme emerging here you can also text me and i've got a text message already thank you so much indeed for that get in early these days you know 07624 802 272 that's the studio's text number 07624 802 272 we'll give you a shout out in a minute so get writing guys you've got one minute and eight seconds your time starts now this is radioblogging.net, here for you every weekday at 9.30am. We certainly are playing across the planet as well. Shout out, please, to all the new listeners from Skell Morley Primary School for Mrs. Eltringham. Hello and hello to you all there as well. Special hello to Coles Hill Heath School in Solihull there. Miss Ealing, I think we've had a message from you this morning. Thank you so much indeed. And there's some more colleagues from school also listening. Hello, welcome to you, new listeners uh, to our fabulous service. Mac, thank you so much indeed. Just heard Sachi uh, from uh, Warren Road Primary School on uh, radio blogging, recite her poem you brought the creative poet out of her bless you that's so kind and mrs algrani thank you so much indeed lovely to hear from you uh, kim mccalmont uh, mont thank you so much indeed for your message as well this morning really good loads of listeners as well uh, on twitter rachel listening even a picture of her wardrobe <laughs> of course rachel's got a wardrobe rachel's got a wardrobe with a back and the back goes into another room that's something else you need to check as well by when you're staying at another <laughs> hotel as well Does 
does it open into next door? Good morning to <laughs> Miss Wood as well. And lovely to have your company as well. Sue Cove is listening and enjoying the show. Thank you so much indeed, all of you, for your messages. And I know that Sue is also listening. Sue Hardy Dawson. If you want to follow her on Twitter, it's really simple. She's simply at Sue Hardy Dawson. Uh, and thank you so much indeed. Beautifully read. Really enjoyed chatting to you as well. Uh, Emma Caulfield, thank you so much indeed. Holly B has written her response. So we're dancing to the music. That's always good. Don't forget, listeners, to refresh the page so that your page refreshes. Pi's always very good at this, so much better than I. Uh, and then you can see your writing up there. But it does take us a moment or two just to approve it. We read everything. Everything is approved by us. And then we press OK and it goes there. Don't forget to put a full stop at the end of your sentence. And we know you have finished. Ian, what do you have for us? Russell, thank you so much. Yes, indeed. So on the email first this morning, we've heard from Richard, uh, first time caller and listener uh, using Jotcast. Absolutely. Um, and we'll, we'll, we will get in touch, Richard, with how you can use Jotcast in your own teaching and learning. This is the thing. We're, we're providing a service, but we're also providing, providing tools for teachers to use in the classroom. So thank you, Richard, for getting in touch with that. That was really good to hear from you. Also, Lucy has been in touch today. Uh, Ziva and Kieran want to say a massive big shout out to all the teachers who are working in Coles Hill Heath School in Chelmsley Wood. How amazing they have been in keeping in contact with our mummies and daddies. We all miss you very much indeed. Thank you. That's really, really kind of you to get in touch. Sachi, our good friend Sachi of the show, has been in touch. The only thing I hate about snow is that it never comes. <laughs> That's absolutely true. <laughs> very nicely done. Well done. Uh, Sebastian, can I have a shout out to 5G Mallory's Junior School? Yes, indeed, you can. Thank you very much indeed. Um, we've also so got lots of comments that have come in this morning jacob today's show is going to be a great one can't wait for it i hope you're enjoying it jacob as much as we are uh, olivia can't wait for today's show she is so excited as well as is jamie could you have your third shout out in three days you've done all right jamie well done three and three that is not bad at all considering how many we get in molly i bet the show is going to be the best ones we've had so far starry tuesday sounds fun it is fun please tell your friends we're having just a great time james hello from the isle of man from james and his mum who love stars lucy is really enjoying today uh wants to shout out for her and her football team who is missing them so much oh bless you from warren road school arthur would like a shout out for stone school uh, Douglas would like a shout out to his mum who is an NHS worker. Bethany, shout out to the Kilgore family listening from Tatsfield. Regular contributors and good friends of the show. Thank you so much indeed. Uh, well done to you. Rebecca, looking forward to Starry Tuesday on my eighth day listening. Can I have a shout out to me, Miss F and all of Brunel St. Paul's. Louis would like a shout out as would Sharisha, returning listener as well. And Rosie from Stone with Woodford School. Rayan, so ready for Starry Tuesday. We've been ready for starry tuesday since yesterday and we are excited jack vote for gerald vote for gerald he will be the king of mice what well, you know what i think he already is he's got more followers than me on twitter um so he's doing pretty well isabella can uh, oak class have a shout out hope you're all doing well we are doing very well. We're on good form this morning. Thank you very much, Isabella. Really, really kind of you um, to get in touch this morning. Jaden would like a shout out to Oaksy Primary, not too far away there. Dean, 
can like a shout out for P56 and Mrs. Eltringham Holly as well back again super excited for today's show and she's been listening close to the start and Lucy can you give a shout out to Coles Hill Heath School new listeners today my school has always been there for mummy and daddy when they get stuck on my homework making me uh, sure we are safe and sound give a big shout out to Miss Thompson Miss Bud and Miss McComb we all miss you hope to see you very soon hope you're all safe lots of love Ziva and Kieran from Birmingham thank you very much and finally on the contact padlet don't forget you can contact radioblogging.net via the contact page uh, on the tab at the top of the homepage, Mr. Cosgrove, morning all, children from Christ the King School, back listening and taking part. Welcome back, Mr. Cosgrove. You are always welcome. Mrs. Murrin, regular listener. Morning greetings to Stonewith Woodford. Thank you. Sachi as well. Shreesha. Um, Mrs. McCalmont, huge shout out for Stonewith Woodford star teachers and children who are writing. Lillian Chippenham, not far either, that is. Good morning, Lily. How are you doing today? Molly wants a shout out for Agatha and Daisy, who are her best friends. Welcome back, Molly. Nice to see you again. Um, and also Ziva and Kieran as well. Um, so we've had shout outs. Welcome back, everybody. And welcome if you are new listeners today. You can email radioblogging at gmail.com. You can also text 07624. 802-272. That number again, 07624-802-272. That is the number for the studio. But for now, it's over to Pi. Fantastic stuff. Lots and lots of uh, uh, lots going on on the uh, response padlet, but it's time to come out from that. So nip back, folks. Um, you can come back to that later on um, because there's a lot to say, I think, about Sue's wonderful poems. And of course, you can always re listen, re-listen to the show afterwards and add to the padlet. If you come back out onto the main page, then you can drop down and see another padlet which says on it, I found this poem with that picture of the book and the spectacles and this is going to be a response to sue's found poem she made a, a very magical list of where she found the poem i found this poem at the edge of dusk where a jeweled beetle kissed green buds uh, and on it goes so i've started my own i think we can use that line i found this poem and because today's starry i've tried to put a few star words in there um, and you'll, you'll, the first, I'll read you the first sentence I've typed into my, again, click on that little pink, uh, circle up comes my box, put in your name and then get going. So my first line, I've hidden a star in the first sentence. I found this poem strung in a starling's wing. So the star is hidden inside the word starling. I'll read you the rest of them. And I've got another one uh, at the end. I found this poem inside a yellow crocus. I found this poem sleeping at the edge of time. I found this poem shivering in the early morning when the world began. I found this poem hidden in a bee's sting, trapped in a spider's sticky web and curled up in a spring's latent energy. I startled this poem in a star's glitter. So I hid it in that word startled. So if you can sneak a star word in, that would be great. But where did you find your poem? Let your imagination absolutely fly with this one. And I'm wondering again, uh, Russell, whether have you got a short bit of music while everybody adds to this magical padlet? 
I'm sure we can manage something for you. We're always mm. ever ready here, as I like to call it. Battery man, they call me. Other batteries are available. <laughs> uh, but absolutely, um, I'm just changing my mind, actually. I'm just going to play this one as well, because uh, from the same genre. It's just, it's smiley face clock time, I have to say. It's 11 minutes past 10. It's my favourite part of the day. Well, it happens again very late at night, but only in the mornings is it this much fun, I have to say. Uh, keep those messages coming in. I've got another one here. Uh, please say a very good morning to everyone at St Paul's uh, School in Poynton, I hope got that right, and their teacher, Miss Flatley, from Joseph R. That's really kind of you. Thank you, Joseph. Very kind of you to give a mention there. Uh, this is from the same kind of genre of music. This is called Captain Scarlet. Radio blogging, bringing unique learning opportunities every day. You're listening to Russell Prue, Pi Corbett, Deputy Mitchell and Ian Rocky. What better way to start your day? No, they just don't make music like that anymore. All television programmes, really, for that. I was so entertained with that. From the brilliant, uh, to those puppets, it was uh, Jerry Anderson and his wife. as I Just amazing. Captain Scarlet as well. Ian, what do you have on the shout-outs? Thank you very much indeed, Russell. Yeah, got a few shout-outs here. Daria saying, hello, everybody, as does Connor. Good morning, all. Bob, hi, good morning, and welcome to you. Thank you for joining us this morning. And Faith, I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time as well. It's fun, isn't it? What better way to start your day than here at radioblogging.net? Connor, can you give a shout-out to St Coleman's Primary School? Absolutely can, no problem at all. Benjamin, good morning to you. you like a shout-out for you and your friend. And also, Lewis would like a shout-out to I am Rod at primary i hope i've pronounced that correctly please come back to me if i haven't john sutton our very good friend there working with us at creative blogs who is the brains behind the uh, the blogging outfit here john good morning to you she says a shout out for grandma sutton it's her 88th birthday today she was born in northern spain before the spanish civil war and her father fought for the republic she still walks for an hour at least every day at high speed through her local woods john thank you fabulous stuff uh, for that this morning thank you for getting in touch kirat been listening for three weeks i really enjoy the story writing brilliant well done to you cosy hi everyone katie i'm listening from witchwood ce primary school especially year six uh, and also connor says congratulations to NHS workers, we salute you. Neve has been in touch via email, which is radioblogging at gmail.com. That will also come through to the studio. Hi, radio blogging team. I always check wardrobes too. And because I love detective stories, I try to carry out full investigations if my sweets are stolen from the cupboard. <laughs> from Neve, aged 11. Wonderful stuff. Thank you very much. And also a shout out this morning from Charlie. Uh, we're coming in this morning via Sebastian. Thank you very much indeed for getting in touch. They are all the shout outs from me for now. Don't forget you can get in touch with us for the next 16, 20 minutes, depending on how well we go this morning with our time. It is 60 minutes past 10 now here on radioblogging.net. Something very special coming up now. And for that, I'm going to hand you over to Pi Corbett. Okay, so folks, um, get posting now. I can see what we're doing is we're writing longer pieces, which is great. But get posting them now because nimble as ferrets, we do need to move on to comments corner. I'll just read a couple out though. Benjamin, I found this poem in a secret location in space. Love the idea of it being a secret location. Charlotte, I found this poem among the shooting stars. I found this poem under the giant's boot. I found this poem through the mythical maze. I found this poem over the rainbow. 
Miss Hall, I found this poem in the first sip at the start of my morning coffee. I found this poem in the endless chirping of my startling alarm. I found this poem while staring at the ceiling, waiting for the energy to climb out of bed. I know that feeling. Daria, I found this poem at the bottom of the deepest ocean in the world. I found this poem behind the scariest cave. I found this poem in a basketball and Lucas. I found this poem at the bottom of the sea. I found this poem at the top of a tree. I found this poem in me. I found this poem inside of a printer. Um, and it's disappeared now, that one that I was um, that I was reading. Does that mean that he's editing it? David, are they going a bit slow because people are writing an enormous amount? Oh, they've appeared. Hundreds of them have just suddenly appeared. I love <laughs> it when that happens. It all, I, I get a smile on my face. The idea that um, uh, across the country and indeed around the world, people are creating new phrases, new ideas. Phoebe, I found this poem deep within, uh, within an owl's amber eyes. I found this poem when my clock struck midnight. I found this poem in the song of a siren. Molly, I found this poem snoozing in a nest of pixies, guarded by golden horned unicorns. What lovely ideas that people are creating there. Do read each other's because you get ideas from each other and it's nice to get a response. But David, I think we need to leave that padlet for now. People can always go back to it later on and add oh, Willow. The golden lantern glowed in the dark room. Glasses sat patient and silenced whilst a poem covered with dust stared at the centre of your attention and allowed, the, and allowed the magic air seep through its pages. Wowzers, Willow. Absolutely love that. You've done something slightly different there, and I really like that. We need to go down to Comments Corner. What have we got set up for today, David? Well, if you remember yesterday, we introduced a new tool called Jotcast, which is, um, for those of you who were with us yesterday, you'll you'll have a, a head start with that. For anyone new or who hasn't heard of this before, it's a little live writing window. And I can control this window uh, completely from my uh, computer here. Um, so nothing can get put into this window without me approving it first. And that's for the teachers and the adults and the parents listening. That's one of the key features of, of blogging in schools and using these tools that nothing can be seen without being approved before by a, a, a teacher or an adult. Um, and so if people head to Comment Corner, they will see that there is um, the writing window there and there's instructions there just to say to, to add your name in the name box. So in the orange writing window towards the bottom, just like people did yesterday, they should be able to see the um, the box where you add the name. So just put your first name in there ready. And what we're going to do with this is I'm going to uh, put an image into that window that everyone can see simultaneously at the same time. Um, so we can we can discuss that together. So we don't want anyone writing just yet because Pi, I think you'll have some advice in terms of the sentences or the type of sentences you want them to be writing. So um, I'll add that in now. So it should appear in the next few seconds for people. Um, and it's a picture of a hummingbird, okay? And for anyone that can't see the image, I have put these two images we're going to be looking at below the writing window for any reason um, that you can't see them. But I've just put that in now. So um, it should come up automatically. Pai, can you see that picture? Has that come up for you? Yes, it has. So what we need now are some descriptive sentences. Remember, you're going for a sentence, descriptive sentence about the hummingbird. 
look for the details. That's the first thing I'm thinking about. Look for the details. So we've got the detail of the beak, the eye. If you can't quite see it, use your imagination. Um, you've got the wings, you've got the colors. What do they look like? What do they remind you of? Got the tail there. Uh, you've got the flower itself. I think that flower is, is some form of harebell, but I may be wrong there. Um, <clears throat> so we need some descriptive sentences. As you type those in uh, and submit them, David will be seeing that happening, and no doubt people are doing that now. And I will be, be able to comment, um, not in writing, but I will be giving my comments as those sentences uh, magically appear. And we'll do this for a little bit, and then we'll swap over and have another image. So, David, can you see anybody writing at the moment? I have. I've had a couple of people saying hello to other people. Um, so <laughs> I'm just waiting for, the, for those to, to come through. But what I'll do, I shall refresh my screen. Uh, sometimes mm. I need to do that. So I'll refresh that now uh, to come in and see what we've got. But we'll see. Yes, we've got some coming in now. Uh, I mm. shall add one in. So hopefully you should be able to see these starting okay. to yeah. appear. Yeah, so Sachin's got the rainbow feathers flap frantically as it pecks instinctively at the, at the flower. What I like about that one, Sachin, is very much you've got those Fs in there, feathers flap frantically at the flower. And that F sound has got a softness to it, which is the softness, perhaps, of the beat of the wings as it pecks instinctively. That instinctively, that adverb could be shifted around um, as it pecks at the flower instinctively you could move it around the only bit that you might really tweak though is name that flower i know we're stuck because we don't know actually what the flower is um you'd have to do a bit of research there but lovely sentence uh name the flower would be the only thought that might tweak it build the image for the reader sachi in there quickly multicolored that's interesting sachin's got rainbow um sachi's got multicolored twirled and dived finally steadying its rapid flapping wings as it leaned over to suck its flower. Got the same issue with the flower, though. It'd be nice to know what it is, isn't it? Possibly slightly overwritten, Sachi. I don't know. Choose your words with great care as it's, ra it's rapid. They do work very quickly. Maybe you get a simile uh, there. Beating as fast as, I don't know, Sophie. The feather bird flapped its wings. Wings, not wings, uh, Sophie. Uh, wings always double check before you post it's so easy i keep doing it making mistakes the feather bird flapped its wings willing the flower i think you mean to be easier to reach i like that idea of willing the flower felicia the hummingbird has wings the color of the rainbow i wonder if we can find a way of talking about that color without resorting to the rainbow i don't think you've got all the colors of the rainbow in there but i know what you're trying to say there miss hall the opaline feathers glistened with every single wing beat as the hummingbird hovered hungrily at the flower's entrance. Lovely sentence. There is one little um, punctuation bit in there you might need to attend to if you nip back. Amelia, uh, the beautiful bird hovers happily, reaching for the nectar. You can name that bird. We know it's a hummingbird, Amelia. Uh, so we could say the hummingbird hovers uh, happily. Um, reaching for the nectar. Mr. Rocky in a kaleidoscope of colour. Ooh, 
ooh, in a kaleidoscope of colour. Different way of getting the uh, idea of lots of colours in there. The delicate hummingbird pauses briefly to gorge on the pollen. I like that word gorge. It sounds it sounds um, greedy, doesn't it? Kitty right, Kitty, the rainbow bird hovered facing the blue flower. If only we knew what it was, Kitty, we could add in its name. Jack Davy, the neon, like that idea, Jack, that's a new one on us. The neon rainbow feathers brushed like girl's hair swaying in the wind. Ah, nice little image coming in, a bit of a simile. I like that. Its beak as sharp as a pencil lid. Uh, always reread, Jack. Uh, a slight little error there that you'll kick yourself for. Freddie, the bird, we need to name it, Freddie. The hummingbird is very colourful and small, looks beautiful and delicate. I've always loved that word, delicate. Sounds like its meaning. Isabella, the metallic hummingbird, peered into the blue flower. I like the word, the emphasis on peered. Molly, the tiny hummingbird sniffs the beautiful, bright blue flower. You've got all those bees in there, um, the, the punchy sounds. James, the hummingbird's wings vibrated like a sea of shattered colours. Woohoo! A sea of shattered colours. Wow, that's strong. Bethany, the hummingbird's wings whirred as fast as a fan's blade on top speed as he sucked the sweet pollen out of the azure flower. The colours on his wings reflected in the light of the sun. Lovely, lovely stuff. Jane, kaleidoscope of shimmering colours revealed for a second. I like the shimmering and the idea that they'd only because the shimmer be revealed for a second. Davidson, the hummingbird drinks drops from a bone china cup. Ooh, I like that. The image of the fine bone china cup. That's presumably the uh, the shape of um, the flower itself. That's very unusual. Interesting. Very thoughtful. Sachin, amber planets stare into the golden buds of the blue belt. Wow. The amber planets being those tiny eyes. Wow, that's a cracker. Um, Sachin, Thea, the iridescent hummingbird flies down to the blue bell. Um, just as David said, just reread that one, Thea. Always, all of us, one thing we're learning, we all need to be very careful with the rereading. Uh, now, David, we've got a lot coming up there. I can't keep up with all of them. I think we need to have the second image. Let's have a, have a go at another image. And we've got a cat here. Let's see if we this one. Can you get the image of the cat up, David? Yes, it's coming up right now. Should be about three or four seconds. and It should be appearing for everybody. You should see it there now. Yeah, there he is. Can I, now, um, yeah. can I just mention as well, if any of the adults are listening and they want to join in in terms of giving a bit of feedback, you can do, or even children as well, that if you just type somebody's name, if it was me, you just put David, a colon or a dash, and then write what you want to say. I'll see these coming in and we can give uh, other feedback as well. So do, do feel like you can give some feedback to other people. So over to you, Pi. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Lots of great sentences there. They were all quite decorative sentences. They were bejeweled sentences with plenty of words. Let's see if we can do some sentences now that might come out of an action story in which I, the cat, I'm thinking a bit of Varjak Paul here, in which the cat is the main character. So it's got to be some sort of action sentence as if it was part of a paragraph. Um, you can give him a name if you want. That would be good because that would bring the character of the animal alive. So... Let's have some sentences to go with the animal and they need to be story sentences. And I'll give some comments while that's happening on some of the finer ones. Rebecca, the hummingbird's iridescent wings beating, creating mini spectrums. Love that idea of the mini spectrums. Benji, the hummingbird ticked away at the flower ever. Not sure about the ending there, uh, Benji, but I love that, the, the idea of the hummingbird ticked away. Lewis, 
The vibration of the wings turned them as colourful as a paint palette. Indeed, Isla, the hummingbird's hum, echoed through the moss-green forest. Like that idea uh, of the hum, the sound. Actually, the sound is made from the wings, I think, vibrating so uh, rapidly. Um, oh, we've got some now coming through. The cat went on to its hind legs, watching. Sachi, listen to it. And there's one word that is very common, very ordinary, and you could probably tweak. The cat went on to its hind legs, watching. And that went, you could probably strengthen that one. Um, Miss Hall effortlessly poised to strike the patrol of the cat had begun. Dun, 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 dun. Sounds like a great opening to a story there. Amelia, the curious cat was staring into the garden, ready to pounce. Lovely idea, Amelia. Like the curious cat, do you know there's a bit of tightening up? And everybody could think about that. Where you get the word was and ing was staring, very often you can tighten it up. Listen to this, Amelia. The curious cat stared into the garden, comma, ready to pounce. So watch out for wasning. You can tighten up very often. Uh, Isabella, the brown fat cat was about to pounce on a small creature. Um, yeah. Name that small creature. Is it a mouse? Uh, is it a vole? <laughs> it's a mouse. Hooray. Lewis, it's back arched up. It was certainly on full alert alert. I love that idea of the back arching up. Not sure if we need certainly there. Uh, let me tighten it. It's back arched up, comma, on full alert. Mm, I think you can tighten that a little bit. Sachin, a furry tail coils out of the body of the cat. Abigail, I like the idea of the tail coiling. Abigail, the mini tiger's face was soft. You need a butt in there, don't you, Abigail? But, but um, but um, but um, get a contrast with the soft. Bethany, the wary cat perched on the post, like that touch of alliteration with the perch and the post, gingerly, and his striped tail flicked around, sensing the air behind him, looking for other animals. Bethany, have a look at that word looking. Could, tight, uh, could strengthen that one. I think it's more than looking, peering around or searching or seeking or staring. Sachin won. <laughs> the grey cat slowly pounced on top of the mouse, picked it up and hid it in the kitchen for poor old bum to find. Ah, silly old cat. That's a funny one. Jack Davy, the cat perched like a meerkat. He does look a bit like that. Yeah. Glaring for Gerald the mouse, walking on his morning stroll in the dark, gloom, looming forest. Now, that's interesting. Dark, looming forest. Dark and looming sort of mean the same thing, Jack. It's a bit like saying the white, white snow. Um, I wonder which one I would choose in the dark forest, in the looming forest. I think I might go for the plain dark uh, forest. Watch out for that, everybody, where you use two adjectives that mean the same sort of thing. Uh, Mr. Walker, poised elegantly on the post, Tabitha prepares to strike. I like the way you've named the cat, uh, Mr. Walker. Well done today. I can see that you've uh, checked everything because you have <laughs> been a bit, bit slack with your capital letters. Full stops and basic spelling in the past. Mrs. James, Ashley, your sentences remind me of a factual report. Read it again to yourself. Can you spot where you may need to edit? So there's a nice little response coming in there. Um, let's always remember to make sure that we give in <clears throat> uh, some positives as well, everyone. Charlotte, eyes fixated on its prey. The seemingly innocent cat is ready to pounce. Um, yeah, I know exactly what you mean there, Charlotte. Neve, Pepper surveyed the garden like a queen watching over her land. Ah, oh, you've named it. You call the cat Pepper, and it sort of brings it alive. Fantastic stuff. Well done, Neve. Felicia, the cat jumped onto a log, desperately trying to find a mouse to eat. Makes me wonder why he's so hungry. 
the cat. This is from Felix, who is feeling irresistibly peckish, posed on the rotting post, ready to pounce. My goodness, Felix, you played with that alliteration. Of course, David, if we do too much alliteration in a story, it sounds silly. But a little bit every now and then draws the reader's attention to that phrase and sentence. I'm exhausted now. I don't know how many I fed back on, but it was quite a lot. I feel the need to go and have a very long lie down after that. I think, have we had enough, David? I think we probably have. I think we have, yeah. It works really well, this does. Uh, we've had, there's still loads for me to approve. What I can do whilst we're continuing with the show, um, I will be busy uh, approving these. And you can still go back and read them. You can scroll them through. Even when I end the session, um, it will lock so no one else can add anything to the uh, writing window. But you can still go back and have a read of what's being said. And I think that's great. Great advice from Pi. And uh, we can implement that into our writing. I think it would be great. So, yeah, I think we may be ready to go uh, back to Russell and see what's coming next. Uh, ask me, yes, as if I'm, <laughs> in, as if I'm in charge. Yeah, when in doubt, ask Russell. Uh, yes, I know. Well, it, we do like to give the impression, listeners, that we've just thrown the show together. But you would be surprised. There is a script. We sometimes don't follow it as well. Uh, we're after, we try and jam the show into an hour, but it's proving impossible. Uh, that gentleman was a masterclass uh, in literacy and creative writing. Absolutely stunning. I'm absolutely convinced there is nothing else like it anywhere on the planet being delivered during the current crisis yes we've all got uh, lots of uh, opportunities to listen to work but no one's really engaging with young folks uh, in the way that we are and i hope you're enjoying this listeners please uh, continue to tell us that you're enjoying this and if you want something else or something different or you you want us to look at a particular artist or a poet or a particular author do get in contact we are taking requests we're very happy to approach folks as well we've got a writing competition running this week that we're very excited about and there's always an opportunity to get shout outs on the show and we love love to listen to you here's a message from james carter we're back after this i'm james carter the world is very grateful to what you and pi and your whole team are doing it's absolutely brilliant you are a, literally a godsend and I, and I say that as a humanist but you are a godsend to the world at the moment right now and you get and you give a great rhythm to every family's day i think that's important that everyone gets up and gets really creative because the morning is the creative time of the day and what better than to switch on to uh, radioblogging.net. Thanks, James. Always appreciate that. Ian, what have you got for us? Thank you very much indeed, Russell. The time, 25 minutes to 11 o'clock. And I was just sat here thinking whilst you were talking, Russell, as a teacher and also as a head teacher, all of my colleagues, you know, across the country and across the world who are using this as a teaching tool, this is so rich and so fabulous. Um, and that really was a masterclass. It was brilliant, boys. Well done. Nice nice work indeed. Um, Kirat, uh, hi. Been listening for three weeks. I really enjoy the story writing. Daria, hi. How are you doing today? We're very good. Connor is a new listener. Thank you very much much holly gerald should get his own account uh, yeah well he's got a number of accounts actually and he's quite busy on social media at the moment katie is listening in from witchwood cv primary school especially year six connor says good morning as well lucia says please can you give a shout out to osbaston school in monmouth there we go so right across the united kingdom today and even across the world chloe this is good music we do have good uh, russell delves deep into his library which is vast and expansive and by the way if you enjoy your music do check out all requests sunday every sunday with russell and myself 
from 3 p.m. where we play some cracking tunes, shout outs, a chat, banter. It's it's kind of an extension, really, of this. Uh, Mrs. Galley or Mrs. Gallier, I hope I've pronounced that correctly. Hi, radio blogging team. Lovely to see so many pupils from Colesale Heath Primary. I'm looking forward to seeing some of your wonderful writing. I tell you what, it's been appearing in vast numbers this morning. They've done absolutely fabulously well. Chloe is a new listener. Love the poetry. It's amazing. Connor, uh, my great-grandfather, flew in the RAF and protected the 101st Airborne Division on D-Day and runs every Tuesday and Thursday. Good for him. Fabulous stuff. Thank you for getting in touch and letting us know that. And that's the beauty of this. You can tell us and get us get in touch and let us know anything. Um, really, really good. Thank you very much indeed. Um, also, thanks to Radio Blogging. Good to hear so many Coles Hill Heath shout-outs from Mr. Russell. And finally, please do a shout-out from me, Piotr. Piotr, I, am, I hope I pronounced that correctly, from Roger in Wales. Um, do get in touch if I pronounce that incorrectly. I've had so many come through this morning. It's been a real pleasure to read those out. But for the final part of the show, it's now back to Pi. I've got some very, very exciting news um, because I've heard from the author of Skellig, David Armand, the great, great writer. And so many children will have had that as a class reader. And David is keen to be part of our show. And uh, and I'm really thrilled uh, about that. He's a very, very uh, a very busy man and um, very kindly uh, offered to be part of the show. And Emma Carroll as well, which is really exciting. The uh, Letters from the Lighthouse, marvellous adventure story writer. Lots of children will love her work. So we're setting ourselves up very nicely for next week. Well, we're near the end. Let's go to chapter three. So if you come out of comments corner, folks, thanks for joining in with that. Um, it's always an interesting thing sharing your writing uh, with other people. You've got to be a little bit plucky, a little bit brave, but dip your toe in. Uh, we're all working on the same side here, so that's great. And this is chapter three of the story about David who meets this mouse called Hercules and by some sort of magical mouse powers, he can speak mouse and the mouse can speak to him. And this is chapter three and your challenge is to write another chapter in your story that stretches out over this week and your main character, the idea was that the main character would be a girl or a boy who can speak to and understand a, an animal of some sort, a pet or a bird or whatever it is. Chapter three, having a mouse for a friend is not an easy task. It is easy to sit on a mouse. It is also easy to lose a mouse. The problem was that Hercules would just not stay put. David had tried to keep him in his pocket, but given half a chance and Hercules would escape. I am an explorer, Hercules told David one night. I cannot stay still. I am restless for the great open, the far beyond. I come from a long line of mouse explorers. My father was renowned for his intrepid journeys, which took him to the end of the garden and into the far beyond. Hercules paused and cleaned a whisker. Unfortunately, he never came back. Hercules sniffed. David gulped and didn't quite know what to say. What happened? No one knows. He's probably still exploring the great unknown and the far beyond. Even the memory of his long-lost father did not deter Hercules. He puffed up his chest and carried on. My grandfather Polythemus and his father too, great-grandfather Perseus, were both field mice who led expeditions. They crossed the grey and explored the great spaces. One day I will follow. It might be dangerous, said David. There are cars on the road. There's at least two cats down our road. You might be seen. People don't like mice. David's voice faltered. 
The dangers seemed immense and surely too much for such a small mouse as Hercules. I have my plans, said Hercules smugly. So in that story, we had a bit of a conversation going between the two there. And we learn at the end that Hercules has plans for an expedition for setting out into the great far beyond. And of course, inevitably, the reader is thinking, I'm certain you'll be thinking, oh, dear, this is probably not going to go well. So tomorrow we will see what happens. And again, I've had that very interesting thing um, <clears throat> where I've read it and I spotted two or three basic errors and I must have read that piece of writing about 10 times. Uh, it's so easy to do. It's actually why when you publish a book, you have an editor to double check. And now we go to our extension task. This is the bit where you have the opportunity to record your own writing. And at the beginning of this show, um, we had Sachin, I think it was, and we, and we had Kitty. Um, was it Sachin or Sachi? I can't remember with the drum beats with her brother. I think it was Sachi in that case. Uh, and we had Kitty. A marvellous piece of writing. And this is where we go back to Sue's poem about where do you get ideas from. And if you click on the uh, extension padlet, you can see the model there. I'll read you mine. Where do you find ideas? In snowflakes, number plates, rabbit holes, open gates, coffee cups, cereal packs, coloured jars, break time snacks. Blackbird's song, eagle's eye, cuckoo's call, falcon's cry, swirling mist, summer sun, blades of grass, athletes run, sudden sneeze, mystery note, clocks tick, empty coat. So that's where you can find ideas. So it's a lovely little invitation. What you'll see is the first line um, starts with the word in. So you find ideas in. And, and then it, it's always two words, snowflakes, number plates, rabbit holes, open gates, coffee cups, cereal packs, coloured jars, break time snacks. The rhymes come in the second and the fourth line of each verse. Each verse is four little lines long. So fairly basic. If in your second, how I did mine, I just thought of some ideas. I went, well, you find them in snowflakes. Then I thought of number plates because a car went past. And then I had to sit there and think plates, what rhymes with plates? And that's how I got open gates. If you can't find a rhyme for your second line, if I couldn't have found the rhyme for second number plates, I'd have to have thought of something else. Um, the first and the third line don't have to rhyme. Snowflakes and rabbit holes don't rhyme. It's the second and the fourth one that has to rhyme. Now, I could, again, just to irritate Russell hugely, we could put in some beats, <laughs> maybe make them a little a little bit gentler, maybe finger clips in snowflakes, number plates, rabbit holes and open gates, coffee cups, cereal packs, coloured jars and break time snacks. I'm just clicking my fingers to get a little beat. So if you're going to do it, um, experiment around with body percussion. Uh, and I apologize thoroughly to Russell. Uh, so you, you write your blog down below. And David, right at the bottom, we've got the performing writing padlet. Um, what can we say about that? How do people capture their piece of writing? We've had a lot from Sachin, a lot from Kitty. Um, great work, you guys. We'd also have to, uh, like to have more people having a go at doing this. What can we say about that? 
Yes, well, again, it's something that uh, you can practice uh, without recording and you can use the Padlet. If you follow the instructions just above the Padlet on the extension task, you can see a player and the player will explain exactly how to record your performance. You can, you don't have to. Um, upload that, that first version, you can play it back, you can delete it, you can try again. So I, my advice is to uh, pluck up the courage, have a go, uh, and play it back to yourself. If you're happy with it, then you can click Submit. If you're not, you can then record it again. So it's just a case of having a go. Listen to others, get some ideas from some of the others, and uh, use the instructions in the player just above it to understand how to do it. If there are any problems, Get an adult to uh, contact the show, radioblogging at gmail.com, or if they want to send us a tweet or a comment on the blog, we will see it and we will help if we can. But yes, we just love hearing these come back at any point during the day. We're always online collecting these and we'd love to hear some more, wouldn't we, Pi? We certainly would. So come on, be brave, folks. A lovely little rhyming thing. Uh, there that uh, everybody can have a go and tackle this uh, and then get some basic background sounds in there um, not too loud because it's the volume isn't it russell that creates the problem for you yes and if you've got a cozy pal drum set at home if you'd like to <laughs> move it next door before you start your recording good old russell will sort it out no doubt so it's it's the work and the creativity which we enjoy the most at the technical stuff we'll just fix won't we of course we will but we're looking forward to that indeed uh, everyone done <laughs> just before i order my lunch i mean yes oh, excellent sorry, well, not a bit there. Oh, there we, go. we had we had so much interaction on comment corner. That was fantastic, wasn't it? Really good to see everybody working so hard today. Fantastic. No, absolutely brilliant, listeners. Thank you. And we're just looking uh, from Deputy Mitchell. He's just sent a message through on our our private comms channel. Over two thousand words, listeners. Two thousand words were written from you to us on the website during that activity. That is amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, thank you so much indeed for all your support. Thank you to our fabulous guest today, Sue Hardy Dawson. Loved, loved, loved you. Thank you. Really enjoyed that as well. Tomorrow is Struan Murray, and I know he's listening because he sent me a text message and uh yes i'm looking forward to introducing and having you he is reading orphans of orphans of the tide have you read him mm. before i have yes Excellent. i mean it's very strong very strong stuff powerful powerful really edge of the seat stuff yeah uh, i'm looking forward to that good we mm. shall have him on the show tomorrow so join us again we will package the whole of this show up listeners make it available for you to listen to again as with all of the activities alongside that you can go back read comment uh, follow the whole show again if you need to listen to us out of our real broadcast we're back with you at 9 30 tomorrow thanks so much for listening and thanks for making us your go-to literacy lesson here we have so enjoyed it and i think this has to go down as one of our best catch you tomorrow wherever you are stay safe and see you tomorrow at 9 30 Welcome to Radio Blogging, daily shows with interactive activities to keep everyone busy and engaged. Brought to you by Pi Corbett, David Mitchell, Ian Rocky, and Russell Prue. Just listen and blog. It's live, fun, and interactive. And with new educational tasks every day, just head over to radioblogging.net to listen and find out more.